Dating is... weird. Emotions are weird. People are weird. Motivations are weird. Behaviors are weird. Self-esteem issues are weird. This whole thing is just weird. We are a series of psychotic apes on a big ball of water hurling around another ball of fire. None of this makes any sense. So today I want to talk about casual dating. I don't know. How'd you guys like that lead-in? I know. I know. I'm already going to get the where's the hello comment, but... Hi. My name is Rory. I am the owner and operator of this humble establishment. If you enjoy my content, I would very much enjoy you to click like and subscribe. Welcome if you are new. Welcome back if you are not. So, I don't know, guys. I just wanted to talk about casual dating and how unusual it is. I've had so many coachings this week just talking about casual dating. Which is nice, because a lot of my clients are getting back out there and dating again, typically after a heartbreak of some sort, and it's nice to see people standing back up on their own two feet. But at the same time, I'm in this place of wonderment when it comes to casual dating. I've done casual dating, you've done casual dating, and we're all sort of running around with our hands up in the air screaming, and nobody quite knows what the hell they want. Of course, we think we do. And then we begin to get some of it, and then we pull away. But then we go back for more. How do I navigate this thing? How do I make casual dating make sense for me? Well, here is what I define casual dating as. Two people who are single and hopefully emotionally available, testing the waters with each other and seeing if they like each other. It involves a series of dates, obviously the first of which stereotypically being the most important, but I actually think like the third, maybe the fourth date is the most important, and I'll explain that later on in the video. And in the age of Tinder, casual dating has taken a new form. Before, years ago, we would call casual dating seeing each other. And then when it began to pick up and become a bit more serious, people would use the phrase going steady. These days, it's I'm casually dating which loosely, I don't agree with this, but loosely means I'm dating like four other people, you are one of the four, and being exclusive means I'm no longer dating four people, I'm dating one, and I have no plans on dating anyone else. But these days, I just happen to see so many patterns that frankly bug the shit out of me. And the pattern is, I am afraid of being vulnerable. I'm afraid to let the other person know, I like you. This is an all-gender thing. I am not pointing at any specific gender, sexual preference, culture, way of being, etc. And when we're looking at casual dating, because we're afraid of being vulnerable, we never just say what we need. And it's a two-way street, because maybe I'm not telling you what I need, because I don't believe you can give it, or I believe you'll react poorly when I ask for it. And this can be in terms of dating, this can be in terms of rejection or space. And on the other hand, maybe the other person is afraid to ask for what they need because they're afraid of getting rejected, or because they're afraid of it might seeming like I'm too excited or too uh, maybe needy, or gee, I blew the load and now the other person knows exactly where I stand with them. And it makes me 
very confused, because it seems like the antidote to all this chaos would just be to tell the other fucking person what you need. But we never do that, because of those reasons I just mentioned. So because we never do that, because we are afraid, the cycle continues. So it's like everybody is standing in a circle, kind of nodding to each other. We all agree, and we all know why we're doing it, but nobody wants to change. So I don't know, maybe this video is meant for you to take some of what I say and consider if it's maybe a change that you can make in your casual dating. What do you need? Trust that the other person wants the same things as you, and if they don't, well then, they weren't the right person for you. And there are millions, sorry, billions of others to try on. However, there is a second part of this that is extremely important within casual dating, and that is... Sorry, I don't know why I have this William Shatner thing going on today. This is a live video, if you couldn't tell. I'm, I'm not really doing much in the way of editing here. But having patience and making sure that you have other shit going on in your life. It's so important because we get really excited about one person. And that's totally fine to be excited about them. It's just we don't want to take all of our starvation for positive attention, particularly romantic positive attention, and cram it down their throat, because how the hell is that supposed to make them feel attracted to us, right? Look, I like you. I think you're cool. I want to spend time with you and get to know you a little more, and see if maybe we can make something happen here. But I got shit to do. I have other stuff going on in my life. That is the mentality which we need to carry into romantic relationships. I am of the belief that people generally are good and they generally don't mean to hurt others. But sometimes, we are so, A, in our head, B, afraid for some reason that the other person's just going to magically forget them, or C, impatient, that we are actively creating a zone of toxicity. The impatience makes me think that the other person doesn't like me, right? The overthinking makes me think the other person doesn't like me, and that is, of course, influenced by our self-esteem. If I don't like myself, how the hell am I supposed to expect or truly believe that anyone else likes me? And of course, you guys know that the antidote there is to learn to love yourself and work on yourself, and then things will get better. Naturally. There is still, of course, the practical experience where you have to go out and try the self-love exercises, and so some of the best place to get better at dating is by dating. But the reason I mention patience is because sometimes... The other person has shit going on. And you should have shit going on. And together we should all have shit going on. Imagine this. I go on a single date with somebody. After that date, this person sends me 90 text messages, blowing up my phone, wondering and demanding, when am I going to get to see you again? I need to see you again. Versus, hey, I had a lovely time. Hey, I'd love to see you sometime. Let me know when you're free. One shows that I have nothing else going on, and that I'm already placing demands and expectations on someone else's time, and this person, likely, in the age of COVID, is from a dating app. Likely. They don't know anything about me other than the first date, and what I am currently showing them. But there is this inherent expectation formed, that because we went on a first date one time, and maybe there was a kiss, and maybe we laughed, and maybe we playfully hit each other, now this person is married to me. And that comes from a fear of loss, exacerbated by poor self-esteem and the lack of patience. If somebody 
doesn't want to talk to you, they won't make an effort. If somebody doesn't want to see you, they won't make an effort. If they do want to talk to you and see you, they will make an effort. If they're busy, they'll let you know, hey, I'm busy, things are going on, and I'll see you soon. And after that point, it is up to you to trust and understand that that is all you can do, is trust, is understand that humans are generally good. And if I begin to trust, and you begin to trust, and they begin to trust, and we all just begin to lower our guard just a little bit, imagine how much more positive the dating experience can be. But I do understand, and I do hear you, because you're saying things like, well, Rory, people aren't always straightforward. People ghost. People breadcrumb. People say yes to a date and then cancel last minute. People say yes to a date and then I never hear from them again. What do I do about these things? And that's an easy one. You accept the reality that that is a reflection of who they are, not of who you are. And then you return to what got you here in the first place, which was loving yourself and doing personal work. I will be a broken record until the day I die or get off of YouTube, because that is what works, folks. Because you go home happy to be who you are. Casual dating isn't easy. Feelings aren't easy. Sometimes we're horrified of closeness. That scares the crap out of us. Eventually we'll be ready as long as we do the work. And we'll find someone who is gentle with us. And who understands because they've been there. God, dating in my 20s was chaotic. Dating in my 30s is far, far easier. Because you date other people who've been there already. They've gone through hurt already. They know what it's like to be on the other side of someone else's indecision or toxicity. And you understand that that sucks for everybody involved. Why would I create more of a negative experience in my 30s and 40s and 50s, etc., where I'm supposed to have peace? And then we all learn to do a little better. Folks, this video was a little all over the place. And the reason I made it is because I feel that so many of my clients need to hear it. Dating's weird. None of this makes sense. We're all trying our best. And like most things, what will get you through this is patience, trust, and self-love. I hope this video spoke to you and helped you feel a little better about your situation, whatever it may be. As always, if you'd like to coach with me, just visit thelovechat.net slash coaching, and we can talk about whatever's bugging you there. But until that point, enjoy the process. You've got nowhere to go but up. Until next time.